Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Christmas trees, diamond rings, all that pass away. And all the Christmas presents come and presents go. For your love's here to stay. I just want your presents, Lord. I just need your presents, Lord. We don't need the presents, Lord. We just need your presents, Lord. What is up, Longhorn Nation, Burnt Orange following special Christmas show, man, we got going on here. I'm going to tell you, I'm excited. Of course, you are listening to Horns and Sons, and you got it locked with your two your two favorites. Uh, my favorite, Sensei, what's good, man? How you be? Merry Christmas and a ho, ho, ho to all the Burnt Orange boys out there. All right, got it. Oh, all right, never mind. Um, you know, definitely we are out here and we are feeling good, looking good, feeling good, Billy Ray. Um, just a, a call back to see, I have movies. I don't know, since I do, you have these. I have movies that I watch mm-hmm. every every holiday season, every Christmas, every Christmas, and um, Trading Places is one of those movies. That's a Christmas movie, for yeah, sure. It's one, but of I grew movies. up. See, here's the thing. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I have been discovering as an adult and not in your house that there are certain things that we watched that and didn't watch that other people made a tradition, right? So I was at a Christmas party yesterday and I brought up the fact that recently as a grown adult, I put on Home Alone to watch for the first time all the way through. And boy, I had a bad time. Oh my God, I had a bad time. But here's the thing: before you get all angry at me in in the in the, in the comments or, or, or hearing, I didn't watch this movie growing up. I didn't watch it at all. I have zero nostalgia for it. Right. So my grown man mind is like, yo, these parents are irresponsible. You put your son in a dungeon attic? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> you know. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin wasn't really the best son. He wasn't the, the best kept son. You know what I mean? 
but he had some fun every year around uh, holiday season. He had some fun. Kevin had experiences that were individual to himself. To himself. <laughs> it's all I, to the grave. But, you know, if you're asking Sensei what movies do you like, uh, Elf and all the animated ones, The Grinch, yeah. uh, Rudolph, yeah. Peanuts. But we, we didn't really watch a bunch of, like, live-action Christmas movies. Oh, well, I did. You, you guys didn't. I mean, you know, Christmas Lampoon's Vacation was kind of a, you yeah, know. that's when I've I've heard that is a classic. Never seen it. Yeah, it was it was one of those that I wasn't really trying to expose you to at at a young age. I mean, but then there's you know uh, the Wiz. The Wiz kind of scared me when I was a kid, so I didn't really put y'all on that either. So there were certain things that I kind of kept away from y'all. But Charlie Brown Christmas is a good. One. We can agree mm-hmm. on that. Um, man, we got great news. Of course, you know we know we're playing in the playoffs. And, and we're ready to, you know, strike up the wheels on the bus. The kids are off this week and kind of, you know, uh, getting a chance to be uh, with their, their families before they have to come back together and, and be all about business. You know what I'm saying? Um, on Tuesday, it'll be, you know, time to, time to kick it. They're going to have practice on Monday and Tuesday, I think. Um, but let's talk about the news, man. I mean, the recruiting class that we had, first and foremost, was ranked over third overall, six on the composite rank, and we're, 44 on the transfer portal. We're ranked two somewhere. I just don't know where. We're ranked, but we are ranked two somewhere. Yeah, that, that, on 24-7 sports, our overall rank right now is three. Right. Yeah. I'm saying on a different website. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure you would say on a different platform, right. which two or three is really good. I'm, I'm not mad at either one of those. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at one, neither one of those. Um, and the crazy thing is, is that out of the 23 newcomers we got, 16 of them are in school right now. 16 right. of them are already, uh, you know, locked in to where when we go spring practice, they're going to be there. Um, right. Out of those 16, I'll read them off for you real quick. And then we could talk about some individuals if you want. Uh, I know I want to talk about the transfer portal. Uh, Brandon Baker from uh, California, Mother Day. Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is our, our five-star, one of our five-star recruits. He's definitely going to be there. Kobe Black is going to be there. Christian Clark, Daniel Cruz, Freddie DeBose, Xavier Filsame. Xavier Filsame. Yeah, Filsame. Uh, he's going to be there. Jared Gibson, Jared Gibson, uh, Matthew Golden, or the transfer from uh, Houston. Houston. He's going to mm-hmm. be on uh, on campus. Alex January is going to be there in January, <laughs> you know, from Duncanville. Uh, no pun intended. Um, maybe it was a pun intended. I don't know. Jordan uh, Rubel, he's going to be there, uh, defensive back from Fort Worth um, and IMG Academy. Uh, Parker Livingston, Wardell Mack is going to be there in January. Andrew Makoba, you know, he's from uh, LBJ, a transfer from Clemson. We got him. He's, he, he's coming back home. Uh, Trey Owens um, from Houston, DeAndre Robinson, and Colin Simmons. Um, definitely Jordan Washington and Ryan Wingo will all be here on campus when spring training starts. 
How excited right. are you to know that we're going to have those guys in camp? Bro, I, I'm excited to get them some 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 tech and some some get into the system um and right now i'm just looking at a at a list of the commits and we had 22 that signed their letter of intent and this is this is this is as good of a class as advertised i'm thinking i think we we see some future dudes in here uh in their own way i don't want to compare them to other uh longhorns quite yet but I, I i think overall man hats off to shark and the team they had holes they went out and filled them um our secondary is going to come together in the in next year and hopefully it won't be uh as big of a weakness as it was this year um with people like xavier filsame and uh and we we got the the dude that flipped from uh alabama as well um and uh, there's one more, Kobe Black, um, you know, the, the four star out of uh, Waco Conley. Uh, like, we just, we, we I mean, went he, out there. Uh, with, when we're talking about Mukube, who came from LBJ, you know, he's a three-year starter at Clemson, and this year didn't allow one touchdown to be thrown on him. So he start, right. he start, but we're going to get into that. And we're going to get into that. And, and actually, um, let's, Let's. Which one do you want to do first? You want to do the transfers, and then I'll, I'll run down the 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 signees. No, go ahead. Run down the signees. All right. Well, let's start with, of course, the 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 man that everybody was talking about yesterday because he took his sweet time getting his letter of intent in, uh, or two days ago. Ryan Wingo uh, officially in. Um, and bro, guys, if you haven't watched Ryan Day, uh, Ryan Wingo's film at all, his highlights. I very much encourage you to. It, it, it's just, it's, it's a man amongst boys. It looks like everybody that he's playing against are, are toddlers and he is in the seventh grade. <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous. Um, he, he, he's, he's not A.D. Mitchell at all. Like he's not, he's not that big, but you notice Ryan Wingo when he's on the field. Just well, he's a man. He's, he's, he's big. Six he's 6'2". 205. Whereas, uh, AD Mitchell is 6'5. And we're gonna keep comparing people to, to current Longhorns. But no, he 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 he's athletic. He's 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 a mix between, I would say, AD Mitchell and X. Like he's fast, he's got the athleticism. His routes are gonna need some work. His routes are gonna need some work. But dude's gonna step on the field next year and contribute. And you can say that a, 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 about the next guy, and that I'm gonna let you talk a little bit about. Colin Simmons from Duncanville. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, Colin Simmons is uh shoot, he was he was top four at his position, um, top five in the state, nationally ranked 24. He he's gonna, I think he's gonna be a linebacker at Texas, 6'3, 225. And I think he's gonna fill that space that Anthony Hill is moving over. Because Anthony Hill is more likely gonna move over and take Jalen Ford's spot in the middle. And you're going to have mm -hmm. Colin Simmons running side to side, you know, uh, definitely uh, getting it in like Anthony Hill. This is a dog. I just want you to know. He's, yeah, he's athletic he, enough to do it. Yeah, he's a dog. He, he's he's someone who has actually um, won two state championships in football, won, won one in basketball, right? Mm -hmm. So he's a winner. You know, he doesn't know how to do anything other than win, right? Um, right. And, and you're putting him with, uh, you know, a linebacker court is just getting stronger. We flipped 
an A&M linebacker from Gerald. I mean, from, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's the town? Uh, yeah, I, can, I may be able to find it. And not, uh, not, not Gerald. I texted to you, so it's in your text. That's how you'll find it faster. Uh, okay. Keep going, I, though. I think uh, we flipped him. So the linebacker core is about to get really diesel. I'm talking about diesel. So you're going to have some youngsters who are just flying around making plays. Ty Anthony. Ty yeah. Anthony Smith. And where was he from again? Uh, keep keep going. Oh, wait, no, I just saw him. Ty Anthony Smith's from Jasper. Jasper. I knew it was a J. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, he definitely uh, a, a baller. And when you had these type of talent at linebacker, and you 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 just you know that these guys from side to side are not gonna be beat. Now they just gotta learn technique and learn the system. Um, the next player, is Brent. Before before we move on, because this is the only way I'm gonna get him in. The the strength of the Duncanville team this year was Colin Simmons in the defensive line, and just like we have Byron Murphy and Sweat this year. They had Colin Simmons and they had Alex January. And Alex January is another dude that I'm Dog. excited to get on campus. Uh, Man, Dog. we're not going to talk too much about him. Yeah. But dude is, if the, if 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 it wasn't Colin Simmons, it was Alex January. Dude is 6'5", almost, uh, I want to say, let's see if I can find him. 6'5", he, he's impressive. Um, if, if, if his true, almost, oh, here we go. 6'5", they got him listed at 6'4", 325, playing that nose position. So, uh, four, three-star, should be a four-star. I'm excited about Alex January, but moving on to Brandon Baker, if you want to go, and then I'll, 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 I'll clean up for you. Uh, yeah, Brandon Baker, uh, kid from out of modern day. And if you know anything about modern day high school, modern day football constantly wins national championships. And I'm not talking about uh, state champion. We're talking about national championship. Right. Modern day, the high school that that um, the quarterback for Carolina just came, um, who who signed from Alabama. Um, he he came from modern day high school. Um, and and Brandon Bryce, ba- Bryce Young, yeah, Bryce Young, um, definitely. Uh, Brandon Baker, six five, two eighty five, uh, a monster. Listen, he plays tackle. Um, we're losing a tackle. And I think, you know, we're going to end up with, uh, with Christian Jones is who we're losing. I think he's going to step right in and play. And we're going to, I'm going to talk about that here. If he's, if he's that big, if he's 6'4", 325, 6'5". Yeah, he's, he's going to get some. Yeah, he's 6'5", 285. You know what I'm they saying? They have him listed at 6'4 on, on 24-7. That's what I'm on. So it just depending on the site. Yeah. Um, and then I'm only going to do uh, one more. Um, and then we can we can kind of just spot after that. But um boy Trey Owens. Trey Owens is is, is pretty 6'5, 225, four star from Cyprus, quarterback that we signed in this class. I like that we took a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I like that after you know getting the biggest commitment in Texas football history at this point. Uh the biggest, you know, Trey Owens stayed and at his position, Trey Owens was like, you know what? That makes me know. Never mind. I, I'm here to be a long form. And to finish on on Brandon Baker, he was one of the people that Sark. There was a couple of times yesterday when Sark or, or two days ago when he had his press conference was talking about if you could make a machine, uh, if you could just spit out, uh, 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 have a machine spit out uh, a perfect player at the position. This is how they be built. 
And that is, yeah. uh, Sark said that about Brandon Baker. And Absolutely. the dude's 6'5", 285. Like, what more could you want from an incoming freshman tackle? Like, just just go look at Brandon Baker. And, like, he, he, he is somebody I think we will see play next year. I think he is Calvin Banks-esque. And I don't, I'm, oh, not, absolutely. I'm not saying that. Absolutely. That, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Since like, and you got to think about it. He played it modern day. This is what I keep saying. I know, I know I keep repeating the modern day piece, but you have to understand. These guys play college football in high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? These guys are college ready when they come off Duncanville, uh, you know, modern day, um with img when you start hearing these names these boys are, are, are ready they college ready and once they come out they're they're ready you know and another kid so let, i think we could kind of transition here because you know you you've got you've got yours in and we talked about them i'm talking about the people who will start out of these youngsters after mm-hmm. the the straight high school kids i think there's four of them that are actually start you know what I'm saying? I think I think uh, Ryan Wingo because there's talk around the 40 acres that one of our receivers is coming back. It's either Ad Mitchell or X. They, they keep saying they don't know which one, but one of them is coming back because they're getting a low low third round grade right now, and they want to come back and get a first, right? Okay, so, so that's why they would come back. Yeah, and I'm thinking that's probably Ad Mitchell. It's probably Adonai. Um, but it could be X. Who knows? You know. Uh, but anyway, I I foresee Ryan Wingo getting tick and 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 starting. Um, I Colin Simmons, Brandon Baker, and Fissamy. All four of them, I see them starting. They're plug and play. What do you think, Sensei? Yeah, I would I would agree with you on on Ryan Wingo, Colin Simmons. I think the the. The, you, you're just going shock. All the five stars are going to get some tech. And I think, I think, yeah, I would, I would tend to agree with you. I think all the five stars are going to get some tech. So Ryan Wingo, Colin Simmons, Brandon Baker, Fissimi. Uh, and then if there's anybody else I expect to play next year, I think we'll see some Jarek G- Gibson. Um, I think you bring him into play. Uh, he has a similar, similar run style to uh, Cedric Baxter, one cut. Um, but I, 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 well, my question I think, is, is you got Jonathan Brooks coming back and you have blue coming back. That running back room is, is sparse. Yeah. You, you, I mean, Jonathan Brooks is, and, 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 uh, Baxter are going to take up the carries. So I'm assuming this is, this is, I, I have a little bit of a different, different viewpoint. If, if AD Mitchell is getting a third round grade, then yeah, do come back. However, I think both X and AD are going to be third uh first rounders and they should leave um but you know that, that, that's I, I i just hadn't seen that report so i'm not saying you're wrong um so if if yeah i i could see i could see what you're saying and, and just the the five stars are going to get some tick because you want to nurture that play just like malik muhammad played this year you know what i mean um, yeah but we got, we got when you talk about jerry what i was saying is in the running back room a running back room is stacked you know like i said Jonathan Brooks will be back from his injury. We don't know how good he's going to be, but he'll be back, right? Um, then you're going to have Baxter, and then you're going to have Blue. So you got three running backs where Jarek is going to have to get in where he fit in. Now, if he getting if he's getting carries, we know he's the real deal. The one thing I'll say about Jarek, 
if he played for IMG and he played behind an a offensive line that was phenomenal and he knew how to get yards, that's an important thing is knowing how to get yards behind a good offensive line. You would think that right. it's not important, but it really is because you have to know how – there's a special way to run behind an offensive line. You're saying, well, Ma, they won't get touched for five yards. Yeah, but then what do you do? What what do you do? You you just take off and run straight line, or you try to run around and, and get free? No, no, no. It takes skill to run behind a good offensive line. It's called patience. A good running back will have patience and pace, and and they and say Jerry has that. While we're talking about running backs, the other guy that that, that was a signee in this uh, in this class, Christian Clark, out of Mountain Point, Arizona. It, it, I I got my interest peaks when Sark was talking about him. He's a three-star. And Sark was like, you guys know I don't really pay attention to stars. I, I take what I like, and, and I, he's a player that I like. And when asked why, Sark explained he's a little Bijan-esque. Now, this might just be Sark hyping up a player that's coming in. However, I don't think that you should throw it throw around the, the, the name of Bijan uh, hey, lightly. You don't right? use that lightly, man. And him coming out of Arizona, maybe that's another coincidence. Or maybe Christian Clark got a little shiftiness in it. So he is somebody that in the coming years I am looking forward to see. I'm looking forward to see him in the spring game. And hopefully he can work his way into some 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 starting time or some 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 carries next year if he is that impressive. Um right. they took two backs in this class. Then and I both I want to see them both. And I mean, you know, we, we don't just waste picks, right? No, you're not just taking people to take them, especially not in, in the running back room. Right. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, the two, the only two transfers that we got. Well, so we uh, let's put it like this. We lost Jalen Catalan, Xavier uh, mm-hmm. Bryce, uh, uh, Sawyer Welch, BJ Allen, the safety, Casey Kane, mm-hmm. which was sad. He went, but he went to, to UNLV. Um, Isaiah Nayor, Malik Murphy, and Christopher Ross. They all left, right? But in the right. transfer portal, we got Matthew Golden, who's a, a, a receiver from Houston that hit us for two touchdowns this year. Uh, right. he, he came and wants to be a part of the band. And then, like I said, Andrew. It, it, you know what it really reminds me of? What's Do that? you remember when Doc Rivers was coaching the Clippers? And anytime somebody came in, it, it either was from Boston he would only sign players that were either from Boston or that came in and busted the Clippers for 30. Right. <laughs> like it would be some old washed player and he bust the Clippers for 30. And then Doc Rivers would be like, you know what? I like that guy. Except <laughs> in this case, Matthew Golden actually is that dude. Yeah, he actually is that dude. Um, so you know, we're looking at we're looking at it right now. Evan Stewart's in the transfer portal. Still, you know, uh, thinking about him. Uh, but right now, we're waiting on Trey Moore to, to sign. Um, that's Moore the, still hasn't signed? He's still not in the sign. That's, that's the one we're looking forward to, to uh, signing. Um, shout out to Casey Thompson, too. Casey just signed and, and left and went to uh, here the Florida Atlantic. He was at Florida Atlantic last year. He, but he didn't know. Well, 
He uh, it looks like he went back to or he left Florida Atlantic. One of the two. They're saying Florida Atlantic. Maybe he, he's transferring again. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so we're we're Trey Moore's number thirteen in the transfer portal, and we definitely want to get our hands on Trey. He he was just down the road at UTSA, um, you know, and he's one of those defensive players that can make a difference, right? Either either in it can make a difference. Well, you say Mott. You know, we're still going to have uh, Baron Sorrells. We're still going to have Burke, Ethan Burke. We're still going to have number one. Uh, I forget his name, but you know, we're still going to have him. And then we're going to have uh, the other youngster from Westlake. So we got four defensive ends. But, you know, you defensive ends like Trey Moore don't come around in a long time. Like this, this guy as a freshman and a sophomore um, had, you know, four or five sacks. Right? They still have them locked in 100%. Yeah, that's a so crystal ball. It's not like nothing's happening. Yeah, we're just waiting. He hadn't signed yet. You know? Right. And we, we want to get him to sign as quickly as possible. But players like him, you if you can get uh, Trey Moore, now you can kind of use, like the Cowboys, um, you have this plethora of defensive linemen that you can keep running at people. You know what I mean? And it's like Georgia. You keep running defensive line at people and they're fresh. And what are they going to do with you? You, We're all going to keep getting to the quarterback. And and Trey Moore is a get-to-the-quarterback specialist. That's what you want. You know what I'm saying? Either get-to-the-quarterback specialist. Uh, But like I said, you know, just just getting off. Evan Stewart, A&M, he is one of the top wide receivers in the point. Matter of fact, I want to take this one if, if if you allow it. Go ahead. Go ahead. So Evan Stewart is a can of worms, man. He is somebody who is is the way that he left AM was horrible. <laughs> Dude just stopped showing up to places, right? And then, you know, there there are people in the Texas, you know, he him and Texas have a history. Like people, he was recruited to Texas and then flipped to go to AM, right? So there are people in the Texas program who are just t- frankly tired of his crap man like they just don't want to put up with any more Evan Stewart and we are right now you got to think of like the timing that it happened like right before AM's bowl game he leaves right just stops communicating with the team they don't know what's going on right kind of leaves him a little, them in a lurch and then he uh uh right now for Texas we are preparing for the biggest game in program history in about 15 years yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, you don't you don't want to bring somebody in who can possibly disrupt that chemistry while you're trying to handle business, right? Right. All that being said, I think Texas wants to take another receiver in the portal mm. outside of Matthew Golden. Um, but I was just looking at the list, and right now, a lot of unless there are going to be more players that transfer out, um, which there most certainly will be after the playoffs and People go pro and all that. And I hope that's what Evan Stewart is kind of waiting for is for things to settle down before he makes a commitment. Um, but I don't I don't know if he's that type of dude. I don't know the person's character. Um, all that being said, go out there and get Evan Stewart. <laughs> go get him. Amen. There's no reason. There's no like, yes, he, he might be a little bit of a head case. And yes, you are really focused on culture right now, Sark. But I think you're established enough. And we've shown enough to, to, hey, Evan, 
this is your last year you really want to be about something you're going to be about something here and we can do that and we now, got the people we have the people who can control you know what i'm right. saying because of the culture we got the dogs in the locker room and the last thing i will say is he's had a bit of a only reason you wouldn't get him outside of the the, the reasons i mentioned now is this he's had a hard time staying on the field um it's 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 not as bad as like a jordan whittington two years ago but it's enough to where you it might give you cause to pause so he is not the biggest thing in the world if we miss out on him but he is a difference maker and i would love to see him in a burn orange yeah i would love to see him just just for punt returns just for that you know what i mean if we lose x he's the guy that i would put back there you know to run back punts um well, sark said Stark said that uh, Matthew Golden was, he, that was one of the reasons they picked him up. And if you don't remember, dude's fast. Dude, oh, is, fast. dude, is, dude is fast. Oh, he's super uh, but fast. But if you get Evan, Evan Stewart, obviously, uh, that may be up in the air. Yeah, he, he's super fast. Um, so, you know, that's the transfer portal. And and those are the kids that are actually going to be on um, uh, in, in for spring training. We do know we and and we're not gonna let the show go by without saying you know thank you Malik for all that you've done. Um, we appreciate you, Malik. You know you recently lost Malik in the transfer portal. Um, I'm not mad at that. Wishing him well. Yeah, yeah wishing not, him well. I'm not mad at it. I understand um, that you know you got to get in. See, here's the deal: the transfer portal will close in January and won't open up again until March. So he had to kind of declare and give himself an opportunity for a team to, to you know, um, open up. Him. Yeah, and, and say, hey, we want you. This is what we're going to give you. NIL stuff getting straightened out. Um, and then for him to sign. So but you, you got about a week, a week and a half left, Sensei, where people are going to be signing still. You're going to see dominoes start to fall um so that they could actually get in for spring training um yeah. you know because people want to get in and get on campus for spring training so you're gonna see dominoes fall within the next two weeks you know without a shadow of a doubt um and with with teams taking a break for the for the christmas holiday um that's why you hadn't heard uh, anybody signing but i guarantee you next week before that january date you're gonna see some people fall, and and I hope Malik gets a home. Uh, where would you like to see Malik end up? Not at Duke, boy. Not at Duke. I don't, I don't understand why he would go there. That's what it's being projected at. The last time I saw it was he was going to Duke. Um, I think that's a step down, and not really a, a good use of his talents as far as that program is concerned. I would love to see him if he's going to go to the ACC somewhere in Louisville, like Louis, uh, a program like Louisville, that would be great. Um, but I want to see him either take a lateral step or a slight step down. So some a lateral step would be like, um, by the way, Oregon keeps getting quarterbacks in the portal and it's crazy. I don't know why two people would agree to go to Oregon, but somewhere like um, an Ohio State, a... Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure of Michigan, but somewhere like that, even a, um, I guess this would be a slight step down. Um, 
he wouldn't fit their scheme. But I was thinking about Kansas State. He wouldn't fit their scheme. Um, somewhere like a even even a USC or, or UCLA would be would UCLA actually should be where he wants to go. Yeah, but he know, really Chip, should want to go go to Chip UCLA. Kelly keep Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly can't keep a quarterback. He keep running them off. I think uh, Ohio State would if, actually if you're be the man. If you're the man in LA, and I, you know if you're the man in USC, that's even better. But if you're the man in LA, if you can bring UCLA back, that means something. Right, it does. Um, but I think uh, Ohio State is going to be his ending destination. I think you know before it's all said and done, they're go- they're going to put their bid in. And it's going to be a good offer, and I think he'll go there. Um, uh, and I think he'll actually have weapons to run with, and and he'll be okay. Uh, because Sark's offense is so complicated and so pro style, I think you know uh, that offense is a little dumbed down, um, and he'll he'll totally excel in that offense. I mean, he he did well in ours, so I think you know he'll be really good there in that place. Um, Sensei, talk to me, man. Uh, give me your parting shots, and with your parting shots, you know we're gonna. End up coming back next week and, and start talking about the game. But so I've been watching a lot of Washington Washington football. Um, just trying to see. I haven't watched a ton of them this year. But I, by the way, um, didn't know this, but you can watch just about any game on YouTube if you're willing to look hard enough. Um, but I've been watching a lot of UW football. Just trying mm. to gain any insight that I can about that team. Mm. And here's the thing. They are as advertised. <laughs> I am not learning anything new by watching this team outside of just hearing about what they did because this is a good team. And so um, we are not in there playing somebody like, uh, I don't want to attack that program, but it's it's, it's not going to be a cupcake thing. It's not going to be a cupcake thing. Um, they're going to have to really come prepared. Uh, and I'm I'm excited to talk about that show, and I'm excited to see the game. So my parting shots is beat Washington and Merry Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas. Enjoy enjoy yourselves, guys. Uh, this is the time that you spend with them. Yeah, man. I, I like to think the new audience that we have. I mean, the show's been going less than a year, and we always have you know a, a good number of people who respond to the program, respond to the podcast, and who rock with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. There's more of us to come. Uh, You know, I know there's been a brief moment in between our last show and this show, uh, but we were kind of like, you know, taking it all in. All of us Longhorn fans, we wanted to take it all in. You really gave us a gift this year, man. Like, you really did. Um, We we love you guys. We respect you guys. And, um, by the way, smart, smart fans, like or, there's not even fans, but smart people li- like who listen to this show have really good takes. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate you guys reaching out and, and continue to do so. We are chosen on Instagram. Just DM me. I want to talk to you guys. Yeah, man. And, and you know, so like I said, there'll be more of us coming, more Burn Orange Boys, more uh, Mom Sports, more, uh, uh, you know, Texas Fight, uh, Horns and Sun. We're going to continue to give you more of what you need in Burnt Orange Nation. Uh, We definitely say Merry Christmas. We definitely say uh, Happy New Year, but we'll get to you before the New Year is out. But man, we had to come on and talk about recruiting. 
Um, make sure that you you hit Sensei up at We Are Chosen. Uh, the X is where the oh yeah, there you go. The X is where the O is supposed to be. That's We Are uh, C H X E L. Excuse me, C H X S E N. Definitely all check one that. Word. All one all word. All one word. All one word. And of course, you can find me at Victorious Five Two on all of the social social media profiles. And we're just going to leave you with some more Christmas music. We out of here. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Christmas tree.